Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to Well Within Reach podcast brought to you by Riverside Healthcare. I'm your host, Liz Healy, and joining me today is Dr. Stonewall McChristian, who's the Medical Director of Resource and Care Management here at Riverside. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. McChristian. Thank you for allowing me this time. So today we're going to be talking about the Black community and mental health and the stigma that goes along with mental health in the Black community. But before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. McChristian? I've been in the Kankakee area for about 31 years. I do internal medicine and pediatrics. I also do some administrative work with the hospital where I oversee the UR case management, insurance appeals, RAC audits, and Medicare appeals. Okay. Do you have ties to the local community here in Kankakee? Yes, I moved here in 1989. I've been here since that time. I'm on several of the local charity boards here, and I try to be active in the community. That's great. It's good to see an active member of the community. So to jump into our topic today, just some statistics from the Mental Health America website. In 2018 alone, 58.2% of Black and African American young adults aged 18 to 25 and 50.1% of adults aged 26 to 49 with serious mental illness did not receive treatment. What could cause someone to hesitate when it comes to seeking mental health services? Part of the cause in the black male is that man up mentality, uh, strong man syndrome, where we were taught to internalize things and you will hear things say, well, you're not going through slavery, you're not going through Jim Crow, so it can't be that bad. So we have to get rid of those two myths and realize that depression is a real entity that we do need to address. Okay. Is there something that we can do to help kind of break the stigma within the Black community to encourage them to receive mental health? Are there specific examples you could give of things we could tell our loved ones or our friends? First of all, we have to recognize that it is an illness just like diabetes and hypertension that will require treatment. And we must recognize that it is a problem where we can address it. You have to recognize that some of the signs and symptoms are aches, headaches, cramps, loss of interest in activities, problem concentrating, remembering information, making decisions, problems falling asleep, staying asleep, sleeping too much. So you have to recognize those and go out and get treatment. Is there something that you would do if a friend of yours seemed to be having some of those symptoms? What would you encourage them to do or how would you approach the situation? If they're a good friend, I'm able to have that open dialogue. I've had friends, we've been friends since third grade, so we still talk and we had that open dialogue where if one of us was having a problem, we could bring them and say, hey man, you're having a problem. This is more than just the blues. You may have some depression. What can we do to help you? Do we need to get you to a doctor? Do we need to get you to a counselor? The problem is black men don't feel that we are heard. And like you, when you look at the data, there aren't that many black 
counselors. There aren't that many black psychiatrists. I think there's only like 2% of the population are black psychiatrists, only 2% of black psychologists, and only 4% are social workers. So we got to find somebody that you're comfortable to. For any disease you have, you have to have somebody that you're comfortable to speak with. So that's one of the problems, finding them somewhere that you can talk to. You also have to look at the economics behind getting treatment. Whether you have insurance, what's going to be your insurance copay? If the person you're going to is covered with you, some people want to go to their pastor. Some of those are licensed counselors, but everyone is not covered with your insurance. So there's some impact there. You're trying to take care of your family. You're sick. You're trying to get help. You feel that you're letting your family down. That brings me into my next question. Do you think that because there's less than that 2% of the black members of the community represented in the American Psychological Association, that there's some worry that the mental health care practitioners are not really culturally competent to know how to treat specific issues that someone in the black community might have? Yes, that is one of the main reasons. You have some practitioners who don't really think there's a food desert out there, there's lack of transportation. So they have to understand where the person is coming from to realize their situation. When you look at the problem in the black community, you see that we deal with racism, inequality, and economic suppression on a daily basis. They have to be able to understand that to help with the problem. Do you think that there's something that we can do as a community, not even just in the black community, but as the whole community that would help educate or address these issues? One thing what we're starting to do at an early age, you see Project Sun is a multi-organizational project here in the county, which helps kids 21 and under. So as you start with that age, you're starting to help them with their mental health needs. So by the time they get to be an adult, it's not full-blown. We're looking at the whole family, the whole pediatric population. We're looking at trauma. We're looking at the whole community, getting them resources that can make them better. Okay. Are there other types of uh, programs in the community that do address the mental health of the young population in the black community? You have Helen Willer out there that offers some counseling. Uh, a couple of the Riverside psychiatrists go there to provide medical management, and they have counselors there. You have to look at the other organizations. In Kankakee, we are limited on substance abuse treatment. I think we only have two agencies in the area to deal with substance abuse and alcohol abuse and no inpatient units in the area now. Riverside used to have a program, but now it's gone away for adolescents, so you have limited resources available. Okay. Is the substance abuse a large impact to the black community? Are there a lot that go untreated? Yeah, you have alcohol and substance abuse, and that's undertreated all over the United States. We're just a microcosm, probably because we have a higher population here that's underserved. So you got both hospitals trying to do something. You got Riverside with all the primary care doctors trying to get them in and at least start treatment till we can get them 
to a psychiatrist. Then you have these outpatient programs. You got PHP. You got the intensive outpatient programs. But they are limited. They only can take so many. So once you get them full, then you got that waiting list. Then you have the people, like I say, with the dual diagnosis. So we may be getting them mentally treated, but how do we get that substance abuse treatment too? How you get both of them? Because they go hand in hand. So there are not a lot of substance abuse programs in the community, the inpatient-wise. Are there some outpatient or inpatient programs that we can suggest or that you would recommend? We do have two African-American counselors in the area, Will Lacey at South Schuyler Counseling Center and Polly Vaughn at the Institute for Social and Emotional Learning. We can also look up Iroquois Mental Health Center. They do have offices located in Kankakee County that can address some of those needs. Okay, and then what are some positive ways that we can boost mental health and support Black-owned businesses in the community? One thing you can do, we don't want you to substitute food for your illness, but we do want you to support some of the local business. Renee and D, Chef Vaughn, Five Star Wings, also looking at you have to feel good. So I would go out and get a haircut and a shave. I go to a premium barbershop out there at the mall. There are several others in the area for black men that you can go to. So make sure you hit those local business. Make sure you feel good. Do what makes you feel good. Anytime you can make yourself feel good, that's one step in the right direction. Perfect. And are there some ways that you can do that positive boost of mental health and support at home? Topics are how to manage stress. This comes from Brother, You're On My Mind, article written by NIH and Omega Sci-Fi. Stay in touch with people who can provide you emotional support. Get the proper health care for your existing health care needs. Remember, you still have to take care of your regular health care needs. We're in the middle of COVID, so people are isolated. So you got to have some outreach. You need to set priorities. You need to avoid dwelling on the problem. You need to have regular exercise. You need to schedule regular time for healthy and relaxing activities. Recognize the sign of your body responds to stress. Explore stress coping programs. Those are things that we can set out and give pamphlets to the patients to do. But the first thing is we have to recognize that it is a problem, not blow it off, not go to that mentality of a strong man mentality or man up mentality and recognize this is more than that. This is an illness just like we treat their diabetes and their hypertension. We need to treat the depression. Is there anything else that you would like to add as a resource for the community today, Dr. McChristian? Use Riverside Medical Center. Use the helpline. They do have counselors available. They do have somebody for intake you can call in. I believe that number is managed 24-7. Remember, this is a real illness. Don't just take it as being blue. Go out there. Get help. Don't worry about man up, being strong. It's an illness. We want to treat you just like diabetes, hypertension, any other illness. Let's go out and get treatment. 
Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to the Wall Within Reach podcast with Dr. McChristian, the Medical Director of Resource and Care Management here at Riverside, and your host, Liz Healy. To learn more about the services provided by Riverside's Behavioral Medicine Department, visit our website at riversidehealthcare.org or call our central intake department at 844-442-2551.